Hi there. How are we doing on levels? Welcome to the uh, podcast edition of the show. This is companion content for uh, what goes on on the radio each and every day on Q105 from 3 to 7. Podcast, as you know, please tell others. Um, there's always song and commercial free. It's good to have you here in just a couple of minutes after I throw a couple of things at your head. Actually, well, at your head. It's going to go in your ears. Um, we're going to have um, Anna Tony on. And we had Anna on a couple of years ago in the studio, which we don't do anymore. Anna was here and uh, we got to talk about Restaurant Week Toledo. We will have Anna on for what's happening with this year's Restaurant Week. And it is happening. We'll get to Anna in just a couple of minutes. Um, first things first, let me give you a, a, a warning and say th- this does happen. And I've done it a couple of times, but I've been very lucky. Um, so there's a Sean Hegarty story from 13 ABC about a woman named Jasmine Tucker. Uh, I don't know. I forget the streets where she lived on one of them. I've, uh, Fulton and Kenilworth. I've never heard of if I'm pronouncing that correctly. She, uh, like many of us went out, started up her car, went back inside. And before she knew it, she was on top of her car for two blocks trying to stop the people who stole her vehicle. She's now on a full body brace and she admits she could be dead. But so many of us do this. I did this mostly when I lit. Well, when I lived downtown, um, and I remember specifically, it was like three years ago, I was getting up at like three o'clock in the morning, three 30 to drive up to Detroit, uh, to help out a morning show up there. And I, I didn't want to be in a cold car because nobody wants to be in a cold car. And like I always remind you why I appreciate summer more than winter. It takes longer for your car to warm up in the winter than your car does to cool down with the AC in the summer. Got that? Okay, good. Um, And depending on how old your car is, it, it can take like you might have completed your commute by the time you finally get warm. Um, I know that my new vehicle, I think because of the leather seats, warms up much slower than my old Hyundai Tucson did, which had cloth seating. I mean, it it warmed up like that. Um, So please be careful that you don't wind up like Jasmine. And again, a couple of years ago, I would warm up my car and I was living at St. Clair Village. And the only reason I did is because... Nobody was around at 3 o'clock in the morning or 3.30 in the morning. I'm guessing if people are looking to steal your vehicle, and I will guarantee in the same way that we had to deal with porch pirates all November and December, uh, there are people this time of year going through the neighborhoods of Toledo or wherever between, what do you want to say, 5 and 8 a.m., just walking the streets, looking for people who have uh, something coming out of their tailpipe, and that's the sign, the car's on. And then they probably go over, see if anybody's in there. And if it's not, um, there's a good chance they can steal it. So uh, Jasmine had a very popular story because of what she went through. And I remember specifically last year, there's something on Facebook or Reddit where somebody got their car stolen. And by the time they got it back, there was nothing left of it. So like this is a real risk um, when you go out to warm your car up. And I know, again, nobody wants to be in an ice cold car. Um, when, when you've got to defrost your windows, it's the worst. And you're trying to look through, um, the, the six inches that you have and you're using your wipers and the, the windshield washer fluid and it's eight inches now, please be very careful. Someone will steal your car. Um, I came across another 13 ABC story from, I think Lisa Guyton did the story. Uh, last night about Nicholas Harper. He owns a place after a bunch of things didn't work out for him, including the, the Army and some other things. 
Um, he brought some fashion here to Toledo. He's got a place called Eden's Couture, and I always wonder if I'm pronouncing Couture Couture um, correctly. But Eden's Couture on Lasky makes uh, he does lots of alterations, but he will make things as well: suits, shirts, and wedding dresses. I said to Alex, especially now as she's already peeked around looking for costs on venues and other things and obviously you know they're going to be on a budget like anybody is with a wedding they can't just write a check for 50 grand I said how about this guy she's like funny you bring this up I know someone who knows him and hopefully she can work with him and just a heads up Nicholas Harper's bringing some big time fashion to here uh in Toledo uh two more things here um acoustics for autism usually kicks off what I like to call like our season of drinking from sometime in March till I guess opening day or so. Because uh, there's Acoustics for Autism, and I'll come back to that in one second. There's Wine Fest, there's Beer Fest, there's other things mixed in. Uh, and then we get to uh, St. Patrick's Day happens as well. Then we get to opening day. Like those are some heavy drinking events. And then after opening day, you can give your liver a rest. And then we get to Memorial Day. Uh, those are not going to happen as they usually would. Neither will Acoustics for Autism, which is going to be a scaled-down event this year, uh, like an appreciation event on March 7th. Tickets are going to go on sale on Friday. Um, tickets for people close to the event, like Project I Am, families, sponsors, musicians, they can get their tickets, and it's tickets to the public coming up uh, on Friday and again on March 7th from noon to 10 o'clock, as it always would but much, much smaller, more scaled down this year. It's going to happen at Buster Brown's, one other bar that I'm not sure of, uh, that I'm not familiar with, and then the Village Idiot. So it'll be three places making things happen for Acoustics for Autism this year. Prepare thy liver. Uh, One more thing. I popped into Love's today, and I guess it doesn't matter if it's Love's or Art Van. Um, If you go into that that building, uh, if you've ever been to Art Van before, and I remember that, when I first moved to Detroit many, many years ago, I was told about Art Van. They're like, oh, you need furniture? Go to Art Van. But they're going to probably, they're going to see what you're wearing and, and, and what you look like and your age and kind of pick your, what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to profile you and they're going to send you back to the clearance, which is fine because the clearance stuff had good stuff and I got furniture there that lasted me for years. Um, And that kind of happened now, I guess. It happened when I went to Art Van and I got some great furniture from there. Um, but I go into Love's today because it's closeout. Everything must go. Not 10 yards into the store, um, I make a left and I can feel the saleswoman, Sarah, stalking me. And I didn't want to be, I know that when I do this, I can be, I can come off as rude, but I wanted to say something to her before she even got to me. And I, and I wanted to go, hey, I'm good, just browsing. But she said, uh, is there anything I, I can help you look for? What do you what can I what can I do for you? I said, I, I'm good, just you know, browsing around looking for looking for deals. She's like, okay, my name is Sarah. I said, Sarah, thanks a lot. Um, I saw some things, but as I suspected, there's still a decent selection. Um, but from what I saw, it looks like, you know, for bigger items, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars, it's just like a hundred or two hundred off. I didn't see any mega deals. That's the risk with closeouts. Uh, you go now and you don't save a lot. If you wait, what you want is probably or possibly going to be picked over. But enjoy loves while they are still open. Uh, let's dive in now. Anna Tony from um, Restaurant Week Toledo, which is happening. You need details on how it's going to happen and what's going to go down. We'll get to that right now. Oh, and by the way, quick heads up. Uh, I'm trying to do one TikTok video a day. And what we're doing for Valentine's Day weekend here on, on Q105, you have a tease 
on my TikTok, at Eric underscore Chase. Now, Anna Tony. How are you? I'm amazing. How about you? Oh, just fine. Just locking myself in my room away from my children. So good to go. Good to go. We're rolling. How excited were you when I was like, just audio, no visual? I did. I was like, okay, I could just stay as is. Because usually when I have Zoom, I try to make myself, you know, like at least somewhat presentable. Top, top (laughs) presentable is the phrase that I like to throw around. Yes. Yeah. And I know that there were some people that maybe invested in like uh, the uh, vaccine companies over the last few months. I wish I would have invested in sweatpants stock like eight months ago. Yeah, I know. We were just saying yesterday at work, like... There are all sorts of different companies we wish we had invested stock in prior to COVID. <laughs> I think the good thing is, like, it's not going to go back in a lot of ways. Like, we knew that. Like, w- more work from home access, but probably, like, working attire as well. So. Oh, yeah. Um, How's life for you? It's good, you know. I mean, um, we are... Leadership Toledo is chugging along here. We're really lucky. We've been in, you know, we, we're a, a well-established organization and, and have some good support behind us. And we've been able to move forward with our youth programs. We took a pause on our adult signature program this year. But we, um, in the fall, we had launched a virtual community leadership series that did really well. So um, we're able to do restaurant week. So that's good. So things are Things are good. Good. Um, I forget. I forget, and I think the answer is no. There was not a restaurant week last year, right? No, there was. It it ended probably about a week before everything shut down. Look at that. Yes. Um. Yeah, because I don't remember you visiting. Maybe at that point. Maybe at this point last year. I don't know. Maybe there was an advertising thing. I don't know. But I don't yeah. remember you visiting last year. No, and I don't think I did either. Two years ago, yes. But that, like yes. last year at this time, like things were starting to get a little hairy. So, Yeah. I remember it was funny last year around this time. I, I The Amazon account at our house is linked to my email. And I got this email and it was like your Amazon order. And it was like, I mean, the amount of stuff and it was ridiculous. And I called my husband and I was like, what are you doing and he like ordered all this like bleach and these wipes and this oh. and, that. and I was like, you're nuts. And then, you know, a month later, I was like, I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> yeah, good good foresight. Now, I mean, was he just, he wanted to be prepared or was he a hoarder? No, no. He, um, you know, we'd been starting to hear a little buzz about things happening in, in China at that point. And um He's also a major germaphobe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he just was like, we should just be prepared. We should just be prepared. So people, when, it, when it happens, people are going to go crazy. And um, it was, I, went, I think I went to Costco maybe like two weeks before everything shut down and just, you know, got like our stock of normal stuff. And again, I was like, I'm really glad I did that because I don't have to be panicking about toilet paper or whatever it was that people were panicking about. I remember uh, my first weekend and it was right before everything closed, but it, it was the like Wednesday going into the end of the week of you you could see or hear about people going and stocking up on things. And I go to Target on a Saturday morning and it's like it had been ransacked. There was nothing yes. there. And I was like, I just want to wipe my butt. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen for a while, clearly. Yeah. So, how have I, You have two little, little ones, right? 
I have three now. Three? Okay. So I have a, a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. So what's it been like for you? Um, they're not really school age, right? So it's probably been a little easier. You know, um, so they are in preschool, but I would say it's personally, and this is just from my experience, I think it's harder because they're so physically dependent on you mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, being able to entertain themselves a little bit more and just like so much. Um, so that was really, really challenging. But the girls have been back in school since, September. Um, so my oldest goes five days a week and my middle goes three days a week. Um, and then my youngest, he's like such a COVID baby because he was only four months when everything hit. So he's just used to being with me and my husband like all the time. So, right. you know, he's got like major stranger danger and stuff like that. But he goes to a babysitter and, and stuff because it's impossible to work with them home. Sure. What's your what's your normal job? So Leadership Toledo is my full-time gig. Okay. All right. I, yeah. I didn't know if you were like a, like on the Sam Meldon plan or something. You dip in, yeah. you dip out, you do a million things. Well, I'm nope. glad I'm glad things have uh, have maintained there. Yeah. And um, let me now, I'll ask you the reason you're here. So how is Restaurant Week going to happen this year? Obviously, there's some restrictions. I'm sure it was a, a real hassle to put together, but I'm glad it's happening. Tell me about it. Yeah. So Restaurant Week, um, we weren't sure if it was going to happen this year. Uh, but we put a survey back out in the fall to our restaurant partners and like a resounding yes came through and said, please, 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 please have it. Um, we have a few partners that aren't able to come back this year, but they said, you know, it's mainly just because of the capacity that they're operating at and they just can't afford to take on more business or just, you know, they're just kind of trying to get by. So, um, but we have 35 restaurants signed up. You can see all of them at restaurantweektoledo.com. And um, a lot of new restaurants and people are up. One thing you can filter this year is like carryout options. So mm -hmm. almost, pretty much all of the restaurants are doing carryout. Awesome. But some are carryout only. Like Saidan has not opened up for dine-in carryout or dine-in um, yet. So there are certain restaurants that don't offer dine-in right now. Sure. So, um it didn't, yeah. even, it didn't even dawn on me because um, I'm so used to restaurant week like the normal way that uh, mm -hmm. restaurant week can still go on with all the carryout options because I'm yes. guessing many of them, if not all, have adapted. Um, what are some of the new places this year? So new this year, we've got Bombay Kitchen. We've got Firefly, Home Slice Pizza. Um, Nagoya is coming on for the first time. Rayoka. Uh, Tiger Bakery, Stubborn Brother. We have some that have been in, on in the past, like Yahala um, hasn't been in for a few years, and Mommy Bay, so they're coming back. So I guess you can consider them new in a way. I, I have yet to try Bombay Kitchen, but it's on my list of, uh, of places to get to, that's for sure. And, and Firefly, like, just opened, right? They, they Yes. Not that anybody has a grand opening in what's going on right now, but how long have they been open? I know they're right next to Fleetwoods. No, I think they're doing like, they might have done a soft opening last weekend and another soft opening this weekend. I'm, my coworker has been the main contact with them, but um, no, they were, she ran into them. It was funny. She was shooting a promo for um, Restaurant Week at Blarney and ran into um, the owners of Firefly and they were like, yes, we want in. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, and she was just doing a promo with um, Buckeye at Bombay Kitchen, and she was sending me all the pictures of the food, and it looks unbelievable. Yeah, I'm wondering, uh, they're in different parts of town, but when it comes to Indian food, like, you know, I know a lot of people go to is Tandoor. I wonder mm-hmm. if Bombay will give uh, Tandoor a, a good run for the money at some point, because yeah, um, I'm a big Indian food person now after, after living near Tandoor and experiencing that. Um, so usually there's a special menu. So how is that all going to work this year? Yep. So restaurants will still have their special menu. Um, we're still in the process of getting those. So our hope is to release those on the website on the 22nd. Um, but again, we were restaurants are all where they're coming from different places. Um, you know, business models, what's working for them. So just really giving them the ability to, um, be creative with how they want restaurant week to go. So some are just taking their regular items and, um, you know, giving you a great deal on them. And Mm -hmm. some are bringing back some unique specials and, um, different stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so they'll all be up there. Um, we unfortunately are not able to have a kickoff event this year, which yeah. I know you have attended in the past. Yeah. But we are doing a virtual beer tasting with Patron Saints Brewery. Um, so one of the owners is a Leadership Toledo alum, actually. And uh, so we are partnering with them. And so that'll be on February 25th. And um, so they're going to, it's $35 for a ticket and you get six full beers and a bag of restaurant week stuff. And um, we're going to be doing a virtual tasting with them. So that should awesome. be pretty fun. Um, so when exactly, when is restaurant week Toledo? We've yes. not gotten to that yet. <laughs> not gotten to those details. March 1st through March 7th. So it'll okay. start Monday, March 1st and go through Sunday, March 7th. And maybe if good things don't fall our way with the curfew going away tomorrow, hopefully by March, when that hits, uh, it'll be easier mm-hmm. if people do want to go take advantage of whatever is available to them. Um, I, so I have been doing lots of, I have all the food apps on my phone, and it's funny, mm-hmm. I've, I've eaten out more now than I ever, than I ever have in the past, um, just because I am lazy as anything. So if you want to drop it I off my door. Um, so how will this work? Because I know the, the apps they kind of grab the menus off the sites and it can be a little wonky. So how would you suggest people if they want to do, how should they order during restaurant week if there's a place that appeals to them? Because the apps might not be that helpful. Yeah, I think if you want to do a takeout order, it's probably the best to just call them directly. Yeah. Because you're right. They're they're probably not going to, I'm guessing that'd probably be a lot of work to pull stuff um, you know, from their, to make sure that their special restaurant week menu got Right. Uploaded on those types of sites. So I would definitely probably might have to forego the delivery that week and just go do takeout and um, but call them directly and place the order. Cool. Um, last question. What was the last question that I had for you? Um, I forget what it was. Oh, uh, this all this goes towards Leadership Toledo yes, and the great I'm- organization that you guys are. Yeah, so I was just going to say, I can do, like, you know, the why behind Restaurant Week. So Leadership Toledo has been around since 1980, and really our goal is to inspire people um, to celebrate Toledo as a special place to call home and really get people involved in their community. We firmly believe that in order to be a leader in your community, you have to know your community. So we really engage with people on that idea of 
recognizing the challenges and the opportunities that our area has to face and really finding where their skills and their talents and their passions can fit in. And with that, so we have an adult program that's been around the longest, but we also have a number of high school programs which are all tuition free, which is where Restaurant Week comes in. So all of the proceeds from Restaurant Week Toledo go to support those tuition free programs and really um, challenging and letting the youth know that they are leaders today and that their voice matters. And in fact, you know, it more than matters. <laughs> we, we really need to hear it especially now. And I would think we even saw that more this year with, with everything going on. And, and we've been really lucky to be able to hold our high school programs in person safely. Of Good. course, we've done virtual when we've, you know, when things got a little dicey here and there, but, um, they need, these kids need some normal. And so to be able to meet in person has been great. Um, when we've been able to do that safely and appropriately. So how kids can get, how kid how can kids get involved in it? Yeah, so our Youth Leadership Toledo program is for high school sophomores, and you're nominated um, as a freshman through your school. Um, so there's a bit of a process there, but if you're a junior or a senior, uh, our Youth Philanthropy program is open to you. Just give us a call or email us. You can find all of that at leadershiptoledo.org, and we would love to get you looped in with our Youth Philanthropy program, um, which is really about understanding what philanthropy is, um, the tenets behind raising money. And it, we always tell the kids, it's not about how much money you raise, it's about going through the process and understanding the needs of our community and how you can serve those needs. And then usually in non-COVID times, we have a number of youth conferences that we offer, but we haven't been able to do those this year. And those are always free for students to attend as well. So our hope is that in the 2021-2022 school year, we will get those back up and running. Excellent. Um, how many total restaurants do you know off the top of your head that are participating this year? Yes, 35. 35. Was it 30 last year or the year before? We had, last year I want to say, we had, we usually are somewhere between 35 and 40. Okay. And so really we were kind of surprised. We thought maybe it would be a lower number this year just because of not sure how restaurants would feel about it and what they felt like they could commit to because, you know, restaurants do give us a portion of the sales from the week. And it, we know that industry has been hit hard, um, but um, we we were very pleasantly surprised with the number of restaurants that said, yep, 100% count us in. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. One, I mean, you guys have a great marketing campaign and people now look forward to it. And to that point, I don't know if it was two years ago or last year, um, we had talked like this thing was turning into Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes. Like it, it has grown. Here's a great word that we learned in the last 11 months. It has grown exponentially in recent times where it's such <laughs> a, a benchmark event here in the area. Now the banners that dangle over downtown and people really, really look forward to it. It, it, I guess it almost became a full-time job unto itself in some ways. It, it has. And one thing I should mention that's new this year is we're doing um, a restaurant week passport and you can get those from participating restaurants. And if you go and get that stamped, and then we have an email where you can submit it, you'll be entered to win $250 in gift cards. Excellent. So, and then we also are doing our daily photo contest, which is a $50 gift card uh, or combo. We we get $25 gift cards from the restaurants. So we'll do some kind of combo gift card or pack or something like that. So, um, so yeah, so you should definitely check that out. But the past part we saw that was being done in Cleveland and Cincinnati for their pizza weeks and it looked really fun. So we kind of piggybacked off that, but really encouraging people to go out and then you get them stamped 
and um, you can be entered to win that. Is uh, I'm guessing balance is in with you guys, right? Yep. Okay, because yep. uh, I had coffee with PK a, a couple months back, and he had mentioned that passport thing out in Cleveland. He had mentioned wanting to do something like that here, so it'll be great for you guys to give that a run and see if we can't do yeah. something else like that somewhere exactly. down the line. Yeah, it's funny. When we've been planning for it, we're like, I don't know, like, how many do we print? How many? And we, you know, we're like, we just got to go for it because... We don't know how it's going to take off. Hopefully it takes off really well, but I agree that hopefully it could be something that, um, you know, maybe flourishes into something else too. For sure. Awesome. Well, it was great to ch- uh, chat with you. And uh, Yes, thanks we'll, for having me. Of course, anytime, anytime. Good luck with everything. And um, the Patron Saints Brewery kickoff party is the 25th, you said, right? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. My ears, my ears parked up with that. Another place that I've yet to get to, but it keeps oh, buzzing yeah. around me. So, yeah, um, and I know they've done some expansion, so um, you should definitely check it out. Awesome. Yeah, and they're right across from one of my favorite places, Sidon. But I didn't know that Sidon wasn't wasn't open right now either. So, yeah. Well, they are for takeout, just not dining. Yeah. Um. So. Thank you. I'm glad. It seems like everything is going pretty well. So thanks for the time. Thank you, Eric. Awesome. Have a great rest of your week. Take care. Bye bye. Bye.